Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, everybody. Well, uh, welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. I really hope that your week is going well, and I hope you got a lot out of yesterday's episode. Listen, I, I want to talk to you really quickly about the concept that Jesus has overcome the world. And this ties into what we were talking about last night. Last night's episode, we talked about the importance of having doors closed. And while we don't really like when doors are closed, we don't like the rejection and things like that. Okay, We don't like the opportunities we think we're missed. That, that we're missing, we also know that God closes doors that we're not supposed to go to when we trust in him. And we also know that as believers, those things are good things for us, that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord, for those who are called according to his purpose. And if you're a believer, that means you as well, okay? So closed doors, even though you don't like it, actually work towards your good. Well, believe it or not, even tragedies work towards your good. And I, I want to talk to you about, I don't know if you saw this in the news, this professional baseball player named Blake Bivens. He's a double-A pitcher in the Tampa Bay Devil Rays organization. And last August, he found out that his wife and his mother-in-law and his son were all murdered, okay? He was out playing uh, in, the, in the Rays organization and he got a note he had to come home. And it turns out, believe it or not, that it was actually his wife's brother that killed all three of them. Okay, and this is just the worst kind of tragedy imaginable. And I was just reading about him because he just gave an interview the other day. And I want I want you to hear what he says. Listen to this kind of faith. Okay, he says, I think the hardest moment for me was when I got home and I walked in my son's bedroom for the first time and realized I was never going to see him on this earth again. That was the worst moment of my life. Nothing ever will come to being to feeling the way I felt at that moment. Then again, I know I will see him again one day and it won't be long. All right. Then he says that during the struggle, he was reading the Bible every day, and in particular, John 16, 33, and that it changed him. He says, and when I read, take heart, for I have overcome the world, it completely flipped a switch in my heart. And from that moment on, I knew that this was not going to beat me. This was not going to beat my family. I was going to live in victory the rest of my life. And I was going to use this as a testimony to show what God has done for me. He can also do for others. The moment for me was one of the biggest moments where I just knew God was with me. And the only thing I knew to do was just laugh in the enemy's face because he thought he had won. But all he's done is awoken a sleeping giant. And as long as I'm here on this earth, every day I wake up, my goal is to pile drive him right in the face every morning when I get up. That, my friends, is faith. Okay. He understands that even though he's, he's undergone the worst tragedy any person can go through, Okay, the promise was never that he wouldn't go through tragedy. In fact, the verse that he's quoting, uh, the part where Jesus says, I have overcome the world, the beginning of it is actually he says that you will have troubles in this world. In fact, the actual, the literal translation is you're going to go through tribulations. So Jesus says you're going to have tribulations in this world, but take heart for I have overcome the world. Okay, so saying I have overcome it doesn't mean you won't have problems. Jesus promises that you will have problems. 
But like we said last night, it means that all things work together, even things like this for the good of those who love the, the, the Lord, for those of us who are called according to his purpose. It means that this sort of thing doesn't have to defeat you. It means you still have victory. It means that for as bad as your life gets, the enemy can't take your destiny away from you. And he sure as heck can't take God's salvation away from you. Okay, so you'll always have that. So even though you're going to go through dark times, Okay, and hopefully not as dark as what this poor person's gone through, although Chris and I have gotten some pretty serious uh, prayer requests. It means that you're going to still have victory. You're going to be able to get up the next day. You're going to move forward and something good is going to come out of this. This guy's testimony right now is is that his miracle is he's able to get up and move forward. That's inspirational to other people. That's what real faith is right there. And he's not saying, woe is me. And, and, you know, God, why did you do this? I'm sure he had those nights. God, why did you take this away from me? But right now he's saying, God, I'm going to wake up every morning and punch the enemy right in the face. And I don't think anything's more frustrating to the enemy than that. You know, I was talking to Kristen the other day and I was just saying, you know, I visualize the enemy finding out that we have a, a global prayer ministry, just throwing a total temper tantrum about it. Like, you know, we tried to stop this relationship. We tried to you know, get them broken up before they even met each other. And now look, not only do we not succeed in that, now they've got a global prayer ministry. Now they're getting people healed all over the world. People are getting saved all over the world. I mean, that's the ultimate defeat for them. This is the defeat. Yeah. You know, the, the, the enemy took the lives of these three people, but the enemy is defeated because this guy is still moving forward. Jesus was crucified on the cross. The enemy thought he won some big victory, but he was defeated. Okay. In fact, when Jesus says, I have overcome the world, he's saying this right before he goes to the Garden of Gethsemane. Okay, this is in advance of that. And so he's really saying is, you know, the devil thinks that he can win in this world. But no, Jesus has overcome the world. And so that's my message for you tonight. It's gonna, it's one of those verses that it's going to have different application in everybody's life. But it all means the same thing, that you're going to go through bad things. That's true. It's true for everybody. The enemy wants you to think that you're not going to go through bad things if you're with him. You're just going to have a happy life. That's not the case. Okay. You're going to go through bad things no matter what life you're living. Okay. But when you live the Christian life, you're still going to be able to move forward. You're still going to have your destiny and you're still going to have your salvation and the grace of God at your side every moment. All right. So that's my message for you tonight. Wow. That's pretty powerful. That's pretty good. I think about, I love C.S. Lewis, as you know. And in mm -hmm. Screwtape Letters, which is a great, great book about uh, from the enemy's perspective and uh, his demons, um, just a great book to, to help us in spiritual warfare. And one of my favorite, I actually saw the play. And so I love this part of the book and the play. One of my favorite things is when the enemy hears this new Christian praising God mm -hmm. and how he just you know, it was great to read it, but to see it visually on the stage, how he was just tormented by this. And this is what we say about praising God. And whether that's through song, through prayer, through getting up, through you worship God when you live your life for him, when you give God everything, when you give him your work, through your work, through everything you do, and you say, God, I'm doing this for you. There was a runner, I can't remember his name right now, but he used to say, I worship God when I run because I feel him, I feel his passion. Um, you know, for me, it's singing, for, for Jordan, it's politics and a lot of different other things in, in his law practice. So whatever you do, you do it for the Lord and you worship God as you do it. And that is a great, great mm -hmm. defeat to the enemy. Amen. Amen. All right, Chris, well, can you... Uh... Lead all our viewers in prayer, please. Absolutely. Lord, we just 
pause to listen to you. I love talking to you, Lord, but I love hearing from you. And sometimes I feel like I do a lot more talking than I should do listening. I should be just being quiet, being still, and hearing what you have to say. You have promised to supply my needs and the needs of and Jordan's needs and the needs of every single person listening and their families, God. You have promised to provide in ways over and above, not just financial provision, but relational provision, health provision, fulfillment. God, you, you are a huge God, but you are close, are close enough to reach every single heart. May every single person listening know how significant they are to you, Lord. There's certain principles and certain, certain things in the Bible that, and certain things about you and your character that, Lord, they may seem elementary to a believer who's believed a very long time. But I feel like they need to be repeated over and over again because why is it, Lord, that we're not getting it? If we truly got it, if we truly believed in faith for what are the level of expectation that you want us to have, God, if we truly lived by your level of passion and faith and love and joy and hope and peace, if we truly believed the words of the Bible and what it says, Lord, then we would act very differently than we do sometimes. So may we really digest your words, God. May, may your words be soothing to our spirit. And I don't know what you're going through right now. I don't know if you've been a Christian a very long time or if you're just kind of wondering if you should become a Christian. Or if you're a, uh, early on your journey. But there's something that cannot be said enough. And that is, God is so desperately and madly in love with you. He is so crazy about you. There's nothing you can do that he will just leave you or abandon you. You may be overlooked by others, but you are handpicked by God. Mm. He wants you to come to him. That sin that you have, that addiction that you have, that you feel you can't break, don't run from him. Don't keep running in shame, but come to him with it. And friend, Christian brother and sister who have been Christians a long time, you shouldn't sweep it under the rug either. You need to bring it to God. You need to confess your sin to God and bring it to his attention. You may think it's no big deal. It may be something that other people say, why on earth would you care about that? But if it's anything that's keeping you a little apart from God, then you need to bring it to him. Not so that he can make you feel ashamed. The enemy makes you feel condemned but so that he can help you by convicting you. The Holy Spirit's convicting you when, when he's bringing that to your heart, to your attention, when, he, when you're feeling that tug right now, 
It's because he's convicting you not to drive you away, but to bring you closer. He wants to have an intimacy with you like you've never experienced before. Mm. He wants to know you in a deeper way. And he wants your life to be filled with him and his promises. There's a need that you have for him that's never going to go away. Alcohol is not going to fill it. Drugs are not going to fill it. Money's not going to fill it. Marriage isn't going to fill it. Having children's not going to fill it. Um, anything. Ambition, success, fame, fortune, anything is not going to fill it. Even ministry is not going to fill it. There's something, there's a well in your life. And God wants you to come close. Brother and sister, those of you who feel like your life is not worth living or you, you are not worthy enough to approach the throne room of God or, or, or if someone's, you still believe the labels that someone's put on you or you still believe things. I speak against those words. Maybe a teacher, maybe a parent, maybe a, a brother or sister, maybe anyone that said anything over you. I speak against those words about you being a loser, about you being not good enough, not acceptable enough, not beautiful enough, not talented enough, not enough. God was more than enough so that you could be more than enough. And through him, you have everything. And he's, he, you put on Christ when you become a Christian. You put on him. And the truth is none of us without Christ are enough. Not mm. one of us. But with Christ and through Christ, we have everything we need. We are more than conquerors. We are more than enough. And Jesus, you are not an accident. To Jesus, you are, you are beautiful. You are his prized possession. You are treasured. You are loved. You are whole. He's just holding out his hand to, to you. Do you feel that tug? I feel like there's a tug in the spirit right now where there's several people that God is just saying to you, listen, I'm crazy about you. I've been wanting to get your attention. Mm-hmm. You've been so distracted. I've been wanting to get your attention. I want you to, to need me and you do need me, but I want you to know that you need me. I'm reaching out to you. I'm here to help you. Don't push me away. I'm here for you. I'm here to love you and to bring you into your destiny. You need to hold your head up high. I look to the hills. Where did my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. You hold your head up high. Sister and brother, who, you, you who feel like you have this sin on you, this, this scarlet letter, because other people made you feel that way, and you've asked God for forgiveness over and over. If you've asked God for forgiveness He's, he's forgotten about it. He's forgiven you. You don't need another person's approval. If God, has appro- God approves you, you don't need anyone else. If, if someone else rejects you, that's, that's on them. But God accepts you. You've asked for forgiveness. So walk around as a pure, beautiful child of God, the holy child of God that you are. You are marked not by your sin or not by what you you thought you did or what someone else told you you were or those labels put on you by other people. You are marked with the seal of God. 
You are marked in him. And you have his authority to walk and to, to take the land before you. I pray that you realize it. Not just know it in your head, but feel it in your heart. Because right now I'm getting overwhelmed because I'm feeling for you the love that God has for you. I don't know who needs to hear this. Maybe it's several people. It could just be one person. And if it's just one person, how much more you should feel so special. God has such a love for you and a tug for you. And he's just reaching out for you. And he wants you to know that he died just for you. If you were the only person, he died for you. Not the, and that's not a hypothetical if you were the only person. He died just for you. He died just for me. He died just for you. He died just for all of these people. And he wants you to know that. So I pray that you realize that in the, in the depth of your soul and accept what he's giving to you and accept his love. That's all he wants. That's all he wants from you is to accept his love. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, when I first met you, Kristen, well, it was a long time ago now, all of almost <laughs> a year, um, and I started seeing you pray like that. It was that kind of prayer where I said to myself, this is someone who needs to be praying for the entire world. I mean, really. And I don't take credit for thinking of this global ministry because actually for people who don't know, what really just happened was Kristen and I both the same night, coincid not coincidentally, uh, prayed that we would you know, God would have us stand in the gap. I remember I was praying for that silently. You were praying for it out loud at the exact same time. Yeah. And then within like days of that, this thought came to me like, hey, Kristen, let's just start recording our prayers every night and just doing a podcast. And you're like, yeah, okay. And that was it. it and I don't take credit for it. It was really just something that was down. <laughs> it was that into morning. It. That morning, there was a morning that you said that. And that night yeah. we started doing it. <laughs> yeah. And so, but when it was those sorts of prayers that really, um, impressed upon me that when I, prior to this, I started saying you were the greatest prayer of all time. And and that's what I used. I, I would see these prayers just like this because she does this all the time. And I would just say, someone like this isn't just designed just to pray with me. I mean, that's wonderful. And I appreciate it. And I love the privilege of it, but that this is someone who needs to be praying for the entire world. So um, amazing, amazing, amazing prayer again tonight, honey. And I'm just really proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. So All right. Much. Let me say hi to everybody who's watching, uh, including our friends over in the Philippines, such as uh, Dahlia. Nice to see you tonight, Dahlia. Let me get to these prayer requests tonight. We don't have a huge number, so we're going to get to try to or try to get through all of them. Narish says, uh, please pray for my brother-in-law. He's not well from last year. He's very poor and we helped him beyond our limitations. He has ulcers in his food pipe and swelling on the liver. He gets thinner by the day, sometimes difficult to eat and digest. He will always have he always have severe stomach pains. We almost give up now and we don't have any finances to take him to the doctor. During the lockdown, I called them to stay with me and they don't have food at home. Please pray with him. God is able to restore every organ in a supernatural way. But since he is with us, we see little improvement. Since he is with us, we see little improvement. Ah, Naresh, but what does the word say? We walk by faith, not by sight. Okay, so here's the thing. When you when stuff like this happens, don't let the fact that you're not seeing the manifestation yet discourage you because the enemy wants you to be discouraged and wants you to give up and destroy the blessing. So what we're going to do is we're going to say, Father God, thank you in Jesus name that you are answering these prayers. Okay, that you're going to heal this person's suffering. All right. Yes, God. 
Your word said that you bore our sicknesses and our infirmities. We pray that you come over this person in a powerful way. You heal his ulcers, heal the ulcers, the food pipe, the liver. You restore him to, to good weight and good health, um, that he's able to eat and digest his food, that he doesn't have pains at all in his stomach. Father God, we pray he doesn't even need a doctor, but we pray that you bless these people with supernatural finances anyway, so that other people who do need a doctor will be able to go to Naresh and his family and borrow money or just, just get money for free from them because they're going to be so blessed and so overwhelmed with your goodness. Father God, Naresh says he believes you are able to restore every organ in a supernatural way. More than that, God, I think you want to restore every organ in a supernatural way. And so we pray in Jesus' name that this person is fully healed and that we get a praise report saying so. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Anna says, hi, God bless both of you. Can you please pray for my mom or really as she's really sick with a gallbladder problem and arthritis, sugar issues, rheumatism, anxiety, gastritis, and about three other things going on in her body. Also, my daughter Christine has tingling in her legs. She fell down and cracked her skull. My goodness. May God and may God continue blessing you. I cannot send a blessing at the moment because I'm not working. Hopefully I start soon since the whole world does not. Well, first of all, Anna, we thank you for that. We don't ask you to send us any money. We don't need that. If uh, if you want to bless somebody, bless other people in your community, bless the poor. Um, because, you know, God says, whatsoever you do unto the least of these, so have you done unto me. Kristen and I don't need your money. We thank you for it. We appreciate the offer. And I just ask that you just pay it to somebody who needs it, okay? So God bless you for having a giving heart. As far as your prayers go, God is bigger than all of this. And I'm so grateful that you have the kind of faith that you can list off giant prayer requests like this and believe that God will heal these people. So number one, Father God, we pray for Aurelia. We order her gallbladder to be in perfect conformity with your will. We order this arthritis to go away. We order her immune system, which is probably what the rheumatism and the arthritis is. We order the immune system to function normally. We order her blood sugar levels to normalize. We order that anxiety to go away. And we order that gastritis to stop. And we order these three other things, whatever else is going on in her body, we order her whole body to just operate properly and function in a healthy way in Jesus' name. And as far as the daughter, Christine, Father God, we pray for full healing for her skull. We pray that you heal her legs and any spinal injury she might have, any neurological damage. We, we pray that it's totally healed. You know, Kristen met a friend of mine uh, who actually happens to be a client who a couple of years ago was in a really bad car accident and suffered real brain damage to the point that she couldn't talk like a normal person. I mean, she just sounded like a record that was skipping. She had, it, you just couldn't understand what she was saying. And we prayed for her. And one day, it was in, I think it was December 20th, if I remember correctly. All of a sudden, she woke up and she could just talk normally. It was just amazing. And so I believe, Anna, that God can do that for you. Anna, what I want you to do tonight, and I've said this to a bunch of people, is I want you to give Holy Communion, take Holy Communion with your mother and your daughter, okay? just You don't need a priest for this. Get yourself some crackers or whatever, cookies, whatever you have, and something to drink. Go read the communion verses in the Bible and just accept the blood of Christ into your life and into your body and the body of Christ into your into your life and into your body. And just do it every night until these healings totally manifest themselves, all right? So in Jesus' name, we pray for that whole situation. Yes, sir. Adianez says, I am Zenaida Reasonable, 61 years old, living in the Philippines. A very long word, and I can't pronounce it. 
I'm paralyzed and diagnosed with a tumor on my spine. I need prayers that God has the touch, touch the heart of some people that I can have my surgery. I guess she's saying that she needs other people to pay for it for her. I know nothing is impossible with God. I claim, I claim complete healing. God bless you all. Great faith statement right there. Father God, in Jesus' name, I pray that this woman, first of all, I pray this, I order this tumor out of her spine. I order her, her extremities to function perfectly. If she needs money, then God, I pray that you bless her and bless her abundantly. Adiana, as I remind you of the of the woman who just had like half a penny to give to Jesus. If you're if God has put it on your heart to give any money and you haven't done it, not to me again, I don't ask for money, but to the poor, to a church, anything like that. Make sure you give it so that God can bless you financially also, okay? You're right. Nothing's impossible with God. We claim complete healing with you. We stand with you in this. We know the prayers of the righteous person are powerful and effective, and we pray for total healing, and we pray that someday you're going to send us a praise report and let us know you got that healing in Jesus' name. Yes. All right, we got three in a row who basically um, ask for financial breakthrough. That would be Ephraim, Quasar, Q-A-I-S-E-R, and Jondal. And they all basically pray for the same thing. John Dill actually prays for his family to have a government subsidy. I should tell you that I just got my government subsidy, um, my small business grant the other day, and my dad got part of his. And so we're very thankful for that. And I, I'm, I'm glad that came in. I'm thankful for God for answering my prayers as far as that goes. But I know that my ultimate trust is not in the government, that you know the government can fail, but God will never fail. In fact, God has established his kingdom in heaven and on earth. And so... That's really where our subsidy comes from. So I pray for all of these people, Ephraim, Kazar, and Jondal, who need money, okay, whether it comes from the government, whether it comes from other people, whether they find oil or gold in their backyard, or whether they just get blessed from some way we can't even think of, whatever it is, Father God, new jobs, better opportunities, raises and bonuses, whatever. God, we just pray for the financial breakthrough for all of these people. Guys, I'm telling you, if you're not tithing, you got to tithe, okay? Got to give your first tenth, your your, your 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 top 10% has to go to God. That's going to hold you back if you're not. And if you are, then you can expect your, your blessings here, okay? Um, but seriously, pray to God. If, you, if you're holding anything back, that's the last thing you need to be doing. But God, I pray in Jesus' name that you just breathe life into their financial situations and you raise them up to such an extent that they can bless other people financially too, in Jesus' name. All right. Kashif says, Jordan and Kristen, please pray for me and my family. I know God will listen uh, to your prayers, and our difficulties will end soon. And Kolatasi says, can you pray for me and my family? I need help to change my life and also pray for my son who's in the hospital with my wife, or pray for my son in the hospital and my wife. And then Sema also says, please pray for my job and my family. So we have a lot of prayers here for people's families. So God, we pray for Kashif, Kolatasi, and for Sema. We pray for their families for anybody who happens to be in the hospital, for anybody who's sick, for any people here who are suffering, who are in need. God, these people made the faith statement of coming forward, okay? We pray that you honor that faith statement, that you just come real into their lives, that you you cause them to overflow with the Holy Spirit. Guys, I'm just feeling like you, the three of you need to open up to the Holy Spirit. It's not just enough to accept God. I really need you just to open up your minds and your your hearts and just let the Holy Spirit take over. There has to be less of you and more of him. Okay, that's what, what John says. John says, I have to decrease so that God can increase. And that's what I need all three of you guys to do. Just, just lay your lives at the feet of Christ, at his altar, and say, God, I decrease. 
Now come and increase. He'll fill that vacuum up. All right. So God, please, we pray that you just you just manifest yourself in a powerful way for them in Jesus' name. Brian says, thank you for your ministry. Please pray for me to continue that God's will will be done in my life. Michael says, pray for Michael Yearwood. Ngozi says, ask that God will show mercy and for me to do his will. And Waliska says, or I'm Michelle from Madagascar. I guess sometimes people's actual name is different than their screen name. So Michelle from Madagascar prays for her marriage, financial breakthrough, job, and health. So she hit the trifecta right there. Well, Father God, we pray for Brian, Michael, Nagazi, and Michelle from Madagascar. We pray for all of their personal relationships. We pray for financial breakthrough for all three of them. We pray for great health for all three of them. And God, we pray for all the people who submitted prayer requests tonight. You know, it reminds me, when I see people sending us prayer requests like these, Chris, and I'm reminded of of that scene in the Bible where the, the Roman centurion goes to Jesus and says, you know, my daughter's sick, come with me. And Jesus is about to go. And he says, no, listen, I'm not worthy to have someone such as you in my house. But I, I'm a person under authority, and I tell some people do this, and they do it, and some people do that, and they do it. And I know if you just say the word, my daughter will be healed. God, these people are no different than that centurion. They just know that if you just say the word, that their needs will be met, that their family friends, family and friends will be healed. They'll be healed. They'll have financial breakthrough, okay, that they will lend and not borrow, and, and that their relationships will be healed. And so, God, we pray that you please honor these requests in total. We also have some prayer requests coming in. I'll get to them real quick. Cheryl Mendoza says, uh, hello, sister. Please include me in your prayer for my son, for his headaches, and for me also. Hope and pray for total healing. I'm so sad. Please have mercy on us, and the Lord heal us. My son is Dave Tim Kang. The Bible says, Cheryl, it's a beautiful name, by the way. My mother's name is Cheryl. The Bible says that Jesus will wipe away every tear. And you're sad now, but Jesus also says, in fact, it was in uh, the, the verse for today. If you go back and read, what was it? Um, John chapter 16, right around verse 20. Read, start, read John chapter 16 from verse 20 onward around that area. And he talks about how your weeping will turn to joy. Okay, he talks about you, you'll have these birthing pains, but when the birthing process is over, you don't remember them because of the joy that comes with it. Okay, so Father God, in Jesus' name, I pray for Cheryl. I'm laying my hands right on your little icon here, Cheryl. I'll put it actually on the screen so other people can see. Father God, we pray for Cheryl. We pray for her son, Dave. In Jesus' name, we pray for no more headaches for these people. Whatever it is, we put an end to it. We pray they're just in perfect health. We pray that you totally fill them with the Holy Spirit to the point of overflowing and that they be, they just become so overwhelmed with the miracle of, of your healing that other people who are sick will get healed just by passing next to these people. Just like Peter was healing people when you, by his shadow touching them, that people will just be healed by bumping into Cheryl, okay, that your, your power will come on her so powerfully. That's my prayer for her in Jesus' name. Nyla, this is the last one we're going to do for tonight, I believe. I'll check. But Nyla says, uh, Ma'am, Kristen, and Sir Jordan, please include us, my family, in your prayers. We're suffering a lot because of this pandemic, and not just us, but the whole world. Nyla, in Jesus' name, we know that you're suffering. We're suffering, too, maybe not as badly as you. Everybody's going through this right now. This is a great time for the world to repent. So that's really my prayer tonight. 
is the whole world repents. The whole world turns to God because the sooner that happens, the sooner this pandemic will be over. But God, in the meantime, I know that you can protect Nayla because I know that you've numbered the hairs in her head. You care about her so much that you care about her and her family. I pray that you bring an end to their suffering. But also, God, I know that all things work together for her good because she loves the Lord. And so I pray that whatever she's going through right now, that it works out to her good. I pray that you not only end her suffering, but Nayla, I pray in Jesus' name that you help to end other people's sufferings. Guys, listen, if you're suffering through something, one of the best things you can do is go out and help other people. I'm serious. There, you are never closer to God than when you're helping other people. So if you're going through something, okay, find someone else and, and start helping them. And then you're really going to see your, your prayers start to get answered very quickly. All right. Oh, my friend Fernando is on here. Nazer Kokar, I think is his name, says, Hi, Pastor. I'm Nazer from Pakistan. I'm working with a company in Dubai, but this company fired me. Now he's stuck here for two months, I guess, in Dubai. He wants to go back to Pakistan. He has no job, no money. Please pray for me. In my fever, please pray for me. Okay, I don't know if you have a fever or not, but Nasir, I'm sorry you're stuck in Dubai. But we know that our God makes a way where there is no way, okay? We know that the steps of a righteous person are ordered by the Lord, and I know that he has steps for you to get back to Pakistan. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to upset the enemy. Now that you're stuck in Dubai, I want you to start preaching the gospel in Dubai, okay? I want you to be in light as long as you're there. I don't know why you're there right now, okay? This could be just like how, how uh, God took a whale to swallow up Jonah and spit him out at Nineveh. Okay, this could be like a whale situation for you where you're stuck in Pakistan because God needs you there for a little bit. Okay, so I'm going to pray that God gets you back home or I should say you're stuck in Dubai because God needs you in Dubai for a little bit. Sorry about that. So I'm going to pray that God gets you back home to Pakistan. And Father God, I'm already thankful that you're already plotting his course. You already have the course plotted and you're going to bring him there safely and reunite him with his family with a better job, by the way. But in the meantime, Father God, I pray that Nasir accomplishes whatever it is you need him to accomplish in Dubai, okay, and that it's a quick work so we can get back home in Jesus' name. All right, Nasir, that's my prayer for you. Now, that's a powerful prayer, by the way. Faustino. Uh, this is kind of in Spanish. Pray for Dr. Tony Evans and his family, someone Sarah, the prophetess, and Mr. Don Funky that they will keep on ministering and winning souls. Wish I had a name like that. <laughs> yeah. maybe, that's his, maybe that's his stage name. I don't know. Well, I don't. Okay. Well, Faustino, Father God, <laughs> Faustino, God knows what you're saying better than I do. So we pray for Dr. Tony Evans and family and for Sarah, the profiter and, and Mr. Don Funky. That he just keeps that funk alive in the spirit. Forget where that's from. <laughs> We're trying. I'm trying to add levity to this, but Father, this is a serious thing. That that we just pray that they keep on ministering, they keep on winning souls. I want to pray especially for Faustino right, right now. Faustino Montoya. This is a person of great faith, and we have lots of people yes. who write in with with prayer requests. But you know, yes. here's a guy who's not even asking that we pray for himself. And I'm sure Faustino has needs in his life, like everybody does. But he's praying for other people. That's right. So that they keep on ministering and winning souls. And you know. We have a little bit of, bit of fun with the name Funky because in, in America, it, it refers to somebody who's very cool, somebody who's really like, you know, very popular and, and, and hip in his own way, right? But, you know, I'm really just very grateful for Faustino right now. 
I'm grateful that he cares enough about other people. He's not even thinking about himself. But God, I know that you know that Faustino has his own needs. And since he's so selfless, since mm-hmm. he just thinks about other people, okay, yes. I pray, yes. since I'm going to think about Faustino now, okay, because yeah. he's thinking about others. I'm going to think about him now. And I pray, God, that you give him supernatural blessings in terms of finances and health and relationships and that he ministers and that he wins souls as well. In Jesus' name, Faustino, thank you for that amazing prayer. Thank you so much yes. for that, my friend. Let me see if we just have any others. Yeah, we got a bunch, and I guess a lot of people are watching. Uh, Ravnita says, please pray for me. I have been struggling with mm-hmm. an abscess for years. Those are very painful. Father yeah. God, we pray for Ravnit that you just heal this abscess totally and anything else that Ravnit has going on. We just yes. pray that this person doesn't have to struggle with this anymore. Yes. Okay. And we pray that this person now will have this miracle and that becomes part of their testimony in Jesus name. Vincent Shazad says, please pray for my married life. And I see a little picture of a baby there. So I assume that's your child. Well, God, we will not give the enemy the victory over these people and their married life. Mm -hmm. And that child is going to grow up in a happy, healthy family. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I pray they have even more children. And I pray that you just teach them you know what? Uh, and I got to say this because I've been thinking about doing a lot of sort of relationship type messages too. And I'm going to start doing those, Kristen, not every day, but we're going to sprinkle those in here because a lot of people yeah. ask us about relationships. I'm going to start doing those too. But yeah. Vincent, I pray that you have the kind of relationship. See, if the enemy's coming after your married life is because you've got a great destiny there in your married life. So I'm going to pray that not only will you have a great married life, but that it becomes a testimony that you get to be like a marriage coach for other people. Okay, who have struggles in their marriage when they say, Vincent, you know, how is it that you guys get through? How is it that your marriage is so strong? You'll be able to help them out. God doesn't listen. You got to go. You guys listen. Joel Osteen did this great sermon one time. I'm not going to steal from him, but he said you have to go from patient to physician. You go from God gives you things to get through and to pray through so that once you're through it, you can now pray for others who go through the same stuff. And so, Vincent, that's what I'm, I'm praying for for you. Okay, that's right. That's right. Okay. anyone, anybody else? I could just end the show, but I want to make sure we got everybody. Yeah. My main man, Fernando Fernandez says, Jordan, thanks for doing this. Beautiful prayers. Thank you, Fernando. Good to see you. All right. Looks like we got everybody. All right, guys. So thank you for submitting your prayers. Um, Feel free also to submit your prayer, uh, not just prayer requests, your praise reports. Yes. If uh, anybody comes to Christ, we appreciate that. Also, if you have any like questions that we can help answer. Uh, In the meantime, not in the meantime, excuse me. Um, this is the most important part of the show. I know it's gone long, but so what? We had a lot of people to pray for. We, we just wanted to stomp the enemy's face tonight, and mm. that's what we did. And now we're just going to really drive the nail into the coffin because because Kristen is going to uh, lead everybody in the call to salvation. This is the most important part. Here you go. That's right. That's right. If you would like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is your time. Do you know where your soul is going? You don't know how, how much longer you have on this earth. Do you know where your soul is going? When you leave this earth. So follow after me. Dear Jesus. I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus name. Amen.
you prayed that prayer, we want to know. Comment on the video or send us a message. We, we want to help you get started in your walk. Amen. All right. Great job, Kristen, as always. You know, Kristen, I think you we're going to start doing is, um, and I know that we have technical issues right now that kind of somewhat prevent this, but I think we're going to start sharing the um, individual prayers together so that, you know, this isn't 75% sure. my airtime and 25% yours. Well, the reason we don't do that this way now, guys, is there's technical limitations to it as far as um, the, the hardware and software available to us. But we're going to start to work it out and we're going to start dividing these prayers up um, more evenly because Kristen's really, you know, I, I don't want to deprive anybody of her praying over you guys. And she's amazing, as you guys can see. So, hey, guys, listen, thanks for sticking with us. I know this is a longer message or the message wasn't long. It's actually a shorter message, but a longer episode. But, you know, we, we care about all of you guys so much. Uh, we do this for free and we wouldn't do it if we didn't care. And so we, when we have prayer requests, I try to get to as many as I can and I try to give them the time that they deserve. And, and if that means that we go longer, then so what? I mean, that's, this right. is more important. Okay. So thanks for staying with us. Do us a favor, please. As always, like and share, like and share the videos. Invite your friends to like the page. It's very easy to do so. Again, we all have a call to ministry. It's not just Jordan and Kristen. Okay. And my goal with you guys is not just to pray for you. It's to get you guys in a position where you can pray for others and where you're spreading the word of God yourself. And a great easy way to spread it is just through liking and sharing this page right here so that we can pray for other people as well and get them saved. All right, guys. Hey, listen, thanks again for joining us. We hope you have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow at 730. In the meantime, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye, everybody. for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.